Hello, hello, and welcome to Sacred Rebels Podcast with myself, Erica, and Claire. Claire Bly and Psychic Medium here. <laughs> Woo! Yay for the podcast. Guys, we have a timer going on. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to see that because it comes up weird now that I see. Um, but we're trying to figure out how to keep this under an hour. <laughs> so we're trying it out, guys. I realized that last time it was very... It was long. We have cough drops and tea. We were sick. Ugh. Yeah. So and somehow today... also keep in mind that we haven't even been around each other in person in like at least over a week. And we somehow ended up sick on the same day. It's been way more than a week, dude. I don't even remember the last time we were in person. Was it when I came there with Danica? Yeah. I think when so. was that? Oh, yeah. That Shh. sleepover. Or we were. Huh. Wow. That was like a month ago, I think. I don't even know. Time's time's weird lately. Yeah, time is weird right now. Okay, so let's get started. Let's talk about first. Let's talk about what happened yesterday. Okay, I yeah. completely so, just like farted out the whole format of what we did. Was that that? Is that what we were needing to do first? Is yeah, like okay. yeah. So in, we introduced ourselves, and now we are <laughs> we are realizing that we were sick yesterday, and that's yeah. normally when we do this podcast. So yeah, so we're a so mess. Hello. We're a day late and <laughs> we missed the new moon. So that's yes. what happened yesterday. Yesterday was the new moon in Cancer and also the nodes swifted. Swifted. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I'm feeling about it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but the nodes yeah. switched. That's a big fucking, big fucking deal. And I weirdly immediately felt it. I didn't. I think it's because it hasn't switched in my houses yet, maybe. But that's coming I don't soon. even know what that means. Yeah, like from where the house degrees start, basically. So it's still it's still sitting in my second house, but it'll go into my first house, like, in a week, I think. By the end of this week, I think. I don't know. I just like, I felt better. I started, got up and I started doing dishes and whatever. And then, yeah, I sent you a snap or a sent probably a lot of people, but I was like, oh my God, I finally just realized I have energy. And I looked at when the node switched and it was exactly when I got up and that was weird. So, um, I've started talking about that on my TikTok Cause I want to tell my personal little journey, I guess, when it comes to, uh, that stuff. But what that means is we have shifted from the North Node in Taurus, which is your future, South Node Scorpio, which is your past, to the North Node in Aries and the South Node in Libra. So, Erica, what does that mean? <laughs> so, uh, so basically, it means that we are being faced with the karma of our past when it comes to Libra energy. And we, so therefore we are kind of shedding the skin right into the next chapter of our lives. So with, when that comes to Libra, it makes me think of just like people pleasing energy and oh, being good. nice just to keep the peace, you know, like just peacekeeping energy, even when you need to actually be more blunt and more bold and, uh, maybe have a little bit of emotion because see that's the thing about Libra too is that Libra tends to put its emotions on the back burner for the sake of peace like it doesn't like how it feels 
um, to be uncomfortable. So in, in those types of, you know, uh, what's the word? Like awkwardness, I guess. Yeah. Unless um, the scales tip. And that's what's going to happen because it's yes. in the south node. Yes. And that's, you're exactly right. So Libras, I believe, are going, especially people with like prominent Libra placements are going to be kind of tested or facing the bullshit of, of them acting in that archetype, right? Of them being people too pleasers, nice I guess. Two people too nice. okay yeah. okay okay yep whoa and uh Ooh. I know and I think that also like it's it also has to do with the like what you said the balance thing um so like okay for for example I thought about this today with like the positive versus toxic mm -hmm. positivity thing again and it's like Sometimes you really need to just feel shitty, feel uncomfortable. Things need to be awkward. Confrontation has to happen in order for things to move along and progress. So I think that Libras are just going to be like faced with all the times that they haven't done that and how that has equated to where they are now. Oh, wow. Ooh, also when it comes to the value. So like, you know, I also think it's kind of cool that we have the North node in Taurus, which is ruled by Venus. And mm -hmm. now we're going to have the South node in Libra, right. which is ruled by Venus. So we're also kind of getting that. So I always think of it too, with the value thing, like Taurus values a lot of material things. Yeah. Libra values what everyone else values. You know, it takes the grand sum vote of all people and goes, that's valuable. You know, like if a lot of people like this, then it must be valuable, which is also why wow. they're so worried about what other people think about them or being liked or being valued because they realize that they're only valuable by if enough people think they're valuable. You know, they judge value on what everyone thinks is valuable. So I think that's also going to be tested because Aries is the opposite of that. Aries goes into uncharted territory mm -hmm. to find new value. Don't give a fuck. Whoa. Whoa. So I'm married to a Libra. That's what my brain is doing. And my best friend's a Libra. Erica has a Libra rising. I have an Aries moon. This is very huge in all of our lives right now. So, um, but the Scorpio Taurus stuff was also. And um, one thing that I learned over the weekend, I think, um, was about this transit is that when the South Node is in Scorpio, he was, the, I was listening to some astrologer and he's talking about that's when it is draining. It's like draining in your chart. Um Okay, so let's look at that. When it comes to, it's two, three, four. Why, that always happens to me. That's so crazy. Um, okay, so the Scorpio in my chart is, oh, right. My South Node, my Saturn, and my Pluto. So house? that was what was getting drained. It is in my seventh and my sixth house. So draining, not working my relationships and then sixth house is Virgo, right? Yeah. That's like routine. So my health. health. Yeah. That makes so much sense. A complete death of what I thought health was. Oh my God. Wow. I know so I was going to make this about myself. Um, sixth and fifth for the South. Oh, okay. Yep. That's right. Ooh, okay. Fifth. Yikes. But my Aries is in my 12th house. 
<laughs> okay. But anyway, so yeah. Um, keep going. I quit making me talk about myself. That's an Aries thing that's going to be coming up a lot right now. No, and that's all. Thank you, actually. That is a thing that's going to be coming up a lot now. So Aries energy people, North Node is transiting your sign. So you are going to be more noticed. Your energy is going to be more, um, it's going to be like what people are looking for, what people are trying to, yeah. And they're trying to be like you, you know, the, the collective is trying to be more like you at this time. But also, oddly enough, with this, cancer new moon that was occurring in the Aries fourth house, you know, so that, and also, um, Leo is, uh, fifth house retrograde. So it's, it makes me feel like actually Aries people right now are trying to be more inward, you know? Um, so that's kind of interesting. Maybe it's also because since Aries energy is being forced to go a little bit more inward right before this all takes off, they're kind of better able to help the Libra archetype, right? Because mm. Aries like Aries is like, you know what? I reflected on it too. And I still think it's worth going after. I still think it's mm. worth confronting, even though I internalized it for a while. And then Libra energy is going to be more likely to be like, okay, you know? Because Libra energy just really has a hard... Because see, that's the thing about nodes, guys, is it's not so much about thinking of it black and white. Like, I get, like, this is bad. Like, Libra energy is bad right now, and Aries energy is good right now. It's more about where can you find the best of both worlds? Where can you be diplomatic and still stand up for injustices, you know? Why did you say diplomatic and injustices? Did I just, like, do something with it? What is popping up? Something is popping up. I don't know. Okay, keep going. (laughs) I guess because I kind of just thought of it as like the confrontational energy. So like, um, let's say that Aries or not Aries, let's say that Libra is, you know, trying to keep the peace and be super diplomatic. Well, that's okay when the fight's not worth fighting. You know, I think that's something that Libra energy is good at. It's kind of good at saying, you know, nah, that's not where I should like pick Mm -hmm. my battles. That's not worth standing up for. But I think that Aries energy is going to help it really stand up for what is we're standing up for because that's when libra energy goes wrong it's when they're at the fucking grocery store and they see a man beating a woman and they go oh you know i just really don't want to get into a fight at the store today so i'm just gonna pretend i didn't see that like yeah. that's bad libra energy you yeah know? or that's that's toxic libra energy yeah a lot of bad libra energy is non-confrontational talk behind people's back gossip um vain because they care too much about what people like about or if they I, like them you yeah know, fake i wanted to use the word like promiscuous but i don't even know if i know that word but like having sex with a lot of people like attention 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 you know also being kind of like delusional romantically too oh know? yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> my brain just went to immediately orange is the new black the girl that has the like why are you doing this with your face right so now? i was literally just watching that show right before this podcast started oh my god is this your first time like, watching it no i've already seen oh. it before uh but i was just like you know hmm, I, I haven't seen that in like five years i should oh go my god uh, how weird but you know who i'm talking about the girl that like uh, vinny yes. with vinny yes. okay Yes. I can't remember her name right now, but um, yeah, she's got very Libra energy, like full blown. 
she's like Libra and Pisces together, yeah. you know, like amplified in that delusional kind of, yeah, yeah, sure. Venus, woo woo world. Um, okay, so anything else about Monday? So the only thing too to just touch on because we just kind of brush over it is the new mm-hmm. moon in Cancer. So we are in a new intention cycle and um with this comes us looking at the small details in life that we're either nurturing or like where we're placing our energy. Um I, the way that I kind of like to think about it when it comes to in- intention setting too is like you might have these dreams of like what you want to do with your life but they're always going to be just fantasy unless you can see the step that's right in front of you, you know, like. Okay. Hang on. I see where you're saying right there, but the Aries in me is like, I never see that first step. I just fucking go. But in order for you to even go, you have to, you kind of, you have to know where you're going right in front of your face, you know? Like what I'm talking about is the people that get stuck kind of in the fantasy of it and they can see the thing actually happening or they can see maybe the step right before it happens or whatever, but they never actualize that dream because they don't see the step that's right in front of them. They think that like it'll just happen someday. Okay. Okay. It's actual action. Yeah, because it's it's cardinal energy and it's also the nurturing energy of cancer. So like it's basically touching on like, hey, all those things that you want in the future, you need to take account for all of the behind the scenes work that it's going to take before you actualize that thing that you want in the future. Like right here in the present moment, honing in on your intuition to go where the smallest thing is, where you can start right now today. You know, because like even when you think of cancer as the divine mother energy, uh, the divine mother, you know, she has a plan, sure, but it's not so much about the plan. It's about she wakes up in the morning and the kid shit his diaper and some milk spilled in the kitchen. They know what's right in front of them. You know, like their intuition is just like, oh, Johnny is hurt and he needs a Band-Aid. Oh, like, you know what I'm saying? When you said the divine mother, my brain went to mother earth. So I want to take you on a little mm-hmm. journey with what happened in my head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the mother earth doesn't know what's going on. A earthquake could happen. Bad stuff happens. But I think that the thing that is needed in this is the adaptability. In mm-hmm. order to be able to nurture yourself and others you have to have that balance you have to be able to like okay now this is craziness that's going on over here how am I still gonna take care of myself how am I still gonna take care of others what needs to go what am I taking care of too much what is like yeah I like that because I do notice that a lot with the wounded mother of going like, you know, oh, well, today was crazy. All this stuff popped up. So I didn't take care of myself. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to take a fucking bubble bath. I don't have time to drink hot tea. Like I don't have time to journal or meditate. Um, So yeah, thanks for saying that because that is kind of what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. when it comes to like, like re like yeah adjusting that you're absolutely right it's yeah. readjusting your day to where you Adapting. can still fit the the things in your life that you want done you know like that you're, you need it's a need it is a need and you also have to realize that those things that you want to set your intentions on are going to take a new set of 
Like if if you want to be peaceful, you have day, to change. That's what you're yeah, trying you to have say. To, yeah, you have to meditate. <laughs> you have to fucking meditate. So like Claire said, you have to be adaptable to make sure you are still meditating, or you're never going to actualize peace in your yep. life for sure. Okay, so that was fun. Yeah, was I guess time. we could we could just move on now to today Tuesday, um, which is July 18th. And all I wrote down for today is that the moon is now in Leo. Um, so we're still in new moon energy, you know, like we are still riding on that, that yeah. energy. Um, but now the moon is in Leo. And also, you know, Pluto, when the nodes shift, it started squaring the nodes. And that's going to be a continuum of all week long. Wait, I need you to tell, say that. Yeah. What did you just say? Pluto. <clears throat> so Pluto in the last degree of Capricorn is squaring the nodes now on the last degree of Aries and Libra. Oh. And this will be all week long, which we'll also okay. get into, like I told you at the end of this week, then the sun is going to be at That's the last degrees of cancer. Changed. And we're going to have a, we're going to have a grand cross, a cardinal grand cross. So there's also just this whole week, like a lot of pressure to start something new, but that mm -hmm. you can't fucking decide. You want to start all the mm -hmm. things, you know, you can't. So that's also why I said about that focusing on the small things. I think that that's also really needed right now mm -hmm. because otherwise you're going to be very confused about like where to start. So, you know how we always go through things before and then we help people. Oh. I think this is exactly <laughs> what the fuck we did last week. Actually we started all the new things. We did all the things. We did so many. We pushed out so much work. We did so many things. And then we fucking crashed. So we need to tell everybody to not do that. <laughs> ah, no, fuck it. Do it. If you crash, you crash. No, <laughs> you don't want to crash. You need to be taking care of yourself every day. I know well, I still, I still stretch though. Yeah. I mean, yes, that's inevitable. I'm, I like, yes, I, I'm going to get sick all the time is the way that it is. No, I'm not. I don't claim that. But I, I think that just the message of this in general, the main thing coming from like so much of the South node energy is we have been trying to maintain a balance and it hasn't. Oh my God, this goes back to what I said. And now I don't remember if I know the words perfectly. Hang on. Let me think. The balance is never, you can't have balance. P what did I say that that astrologer said? Where it was like, peace was never an option. Ah, isn't yeah. that such a fucking terrible saying? Or no, I love that. Whatever. I don't. I love that. I do. Because I think of all the times in my life where I was a people pleasing fuck to people who were never going to be pleased with me. Peace was never a fucking option, you know? Okay, that was good. I look at it as a, the Aquarius brain in my head, I guess, went to the More? society, <laughs> you know, like all that. Okay. But, when it comes to that though, I, I actually feel you there too. Yes. I actually yeah. do see, feel that coming in the near future. Mm -hmm. Uh, very, especially once fucking Pluto goes back into Aquarius oh my God. Again, and we still have North node in Aries, you know, like that is fully go revolution. Energy. Yeah. Ooh. When's that happen? When do we go back in? January? It's January. Yeah. Yep. Oh. 
Oh, pink. And pink. you know, the last time that Pluto was in Aquarius was the French Revolution. And you know, they're showing us again. I love the French. They don't take shit. I don't know anything. Sorry, guys. I slept well, they, all through they, their social government, studies. Their <laughs> government. Their government. I mean, I don't know. I can't really sit and talk like an expert about the French Revolution. But um, right now, their government is trying to raise the age of retirement. And so they are rebelling against that, which is just because yeah. they have they have better they have better like work conditions than we do they have better benefits they have healthcare they have all these things that Americans don't have and they're still and, they, and they're still fighting when when that happens you know mm. like i think that that is a good indicator of how know, fucked we are here peace was yes, never lasted but also i want to say like in america um i don't know like we can maybe take i just wish that we could that we could have a revolution that was more safe i guess is my point like i don't necessarily want everyone <laughs> can we have a war but can it please be safe <laughs> like do we really Shut have to kill up. each other no, no there's gonna be it's gonna be crazy it's some something weird's gonna happen okay let's move on we were at 20 minutes and we're still at one day well so, actually no we're not we're on today, oh yeah so we went okay. to tuesday okay yeah. so i can go off no i'm just kidding I but know. um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think that today we're also dealing with this moon and leo is kind of also foreshadowing to venus retrograde in leo so we oh. are um yeah we're probably getting a preview today of yeah. this is what you're going to be reviewing, redoing, reorganizing, blah, blah, all the whatever during this. I mean, I'm sure you already had a preview because we've been in shadow for a while. But today, the emotion kit kicks. Connects. Yeah, you're kind there of getting go. a little bit of an inward peek at how you might be perceiving your relationships in the near future. Or money. It's Venus. Or value, relationships value or money. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> okay. Okay. So, so that's today. So Wednesday, um, Sun trying Neptune. So Sun and Cancer almost out of Cancer is gonna try Neptune and Pisces. So we're gonna have a cool little water trying to also be processing our emotions in a more, um, in a more like belief connected way. So we might be like, oh, I feel this because I believe this. We might see kind of these connections. Oh. Or I think I'm this because I believe this. Okay. Oh, because Neptune. But yeah. then there could be delusion in there. There can be. But then also Mars opposed Saturn same day. Um, and Saturn is also in Pisces and Mars is in Virgo. So then we're also acting on things out of like our moral Magic. beliefs, right? Yeah. So I, that's kind of how I'm seeing it. It's like, okay, it's like, well, you know what? I am this person because I believe this. I yeah. believe in this. You're I logically this figuring it person. out. Yeah. And then okay. you're also logically like, you know, well, this is also my morals and like, you know, cause your morals and your beliefs have a lot to do with each other. And I, I guess what I'm saying is I think you'll know where to prioritize your energy. If you're coming from that place, if you're coming from a place okay. of your morals and your beliefs. Good. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> okay. Now we're moving through it really quick. Do you have anything to add to that? Um, 
because that's Thursday. And we're still in the moon in Leo. We're still in the moon in Leo. And uh, wait, hold on a sec. Dude. We're on Wednesday. Yeah. That's tomorrow. Hey, go away. No, the moon's going to move Ugh. into Virgo also. That's what I, I said thought. that. I said that. I put that. What the hell? My eyes didn't even see it. So yeah, moon moves into Virgo on Thursday and No, we were Hairs still on up Wednesday. With That's the problem. Okay. We were on Wednesday. Oh my god. It's okay, Erica. Forgive yourself. Your okay. Libra is not perfect and it's okay that it's not perfect. It's okay. Learn from the Aries. <laughs> I know this one's gonna drag me, I think. <clears throat> okay, so when does the moon move into Virgo? Not until Thursday. So yes, Wednesday we still have the moon in Leo. That's right. and yeah, that's what I should have said from the get-go. Yeah. So I think that that was something like I don't think that there's much going on on Wednesday. So moving on to Thursday, having the moon go into Virgo, that's when it's gonna pair up with Mars and <clears throat> I don't know. I'm a little Ooh, good point intimidated by this because when I don't have any Virgo in my chart so whenever the moon's in Virgo I kind of um reorganize everything <laughs> clean everything yeah I don't so, know ever Virgo ever really hits me as bad as you I've noticed that but Virgo is my 12th so house, something so I that think... I have noticed though is that I have Pisces in my Mars so Virgo is the opposite. And I have noticed like if you have Libra in Mars and the moon is in Aries, you have more energy. Mm. I don't understand no, it. I might've made it up in my head. I don't know, but that makes sense. Um, I have noticed for myself, just like in my own life that once that Leo starts hitting, that's when I am like, Oh God, I got to start fucking doing shit. You know, <coughs> I'm dying. <clears throat> Yeah, I also think like critical energy. Uh, ooh, especially with that opposed to Saturn. Think about that. Ooh. That's like very critical. Like cancel culture feel. Ooh. Yeah, because it's like, oh, that doesn't that doesn't line up with my <laughs> morals, you know? Whoa. Because I think I think of Saturn and Pisces as very like, I know the right, like I like being very yeah, like wise. Yeah. Like I know what's right. Um, and we don't have time for the judgment anymore. It's stupid. It's getting in the way. Well, and again, remember, I think again, all this week we're having cardinal cross energy. You know, like so we're gonna so be tell very, us what that means. What is the cardinal? I just cross? think it's gonna be like we're gonna be we're gonna be trying to start <clears throat> and accomplish everything all at the same time. You know, we're gonna be very confused where to place. What our is energy. this cross though? Oh, so it is going to uh. It is going to be between the sun, the nodes, and Pluto. Okay, so all the cardinal stuff. Okay, so that's, I had to just understand it, I guess. So all the cardinal stuff is pairing up this week and blasting us to make fucking change. To start something. To like... And Aries and North Node, that's the baby bird feel. Let's start something. Okay, but then we have all the shit going in retrograde that's going to be like, mm, no. <laughs> Ooh, yeah <coughs> again i'm mm. just feeling it as that what's right in front of your face 
You know, what can you fucking stop fantasizing about what you're going to do 10 years from now? What can you fucking do right now? Okay. Not even just say, what can you do today? I mean, what can you do like right now? You know? Okay. Trying to be more in the moment. I think that this cancer new moon is giving us help with that to be more in touch intuitively in the moment. So if you are staying in the moment, your intuition will tell you what to do right in front of your face, you know? And then I think that it's also just allowing transformation to happen from that. Maybe. I think that um, being in the moment, being doing right, what's right in front of your face. I feel that that is a lot of Aries energy too. And I love that you're saying that because that's not normal for you. Um, Because Libra energy will not like if I like just off the wall example, if I say, Hey, let's go to this restaurant. And I just get in the car and go. I can't ever surprise Cho with a restaurant or like anything like that. He has to have time to memorize the whole menu and fully decide what he wants. Aries energy, on the other hand, I don't even know where I'm going. I don't even know where it's at. I am just trusting that the GPS is going to take me there. And when I get there, I'll figure it out. So that's very in the moment and de- and going with the flow also. <clears throat> but it's action. And I think yeah. that that for you is very uncomfortable with that because. Oh, and that's all the Capricorn with you, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I think that like. Yeah, I think it's more confrontational for me. Like, I think of it as in, like, let's say you need to send a message to someone. So, like, what you just said about Cho in the menu reminds me of thinking what I'm going to say before I say it, right? So, like, I have to type a message to someone. Oh, my God, let me overthink it for way too long before I fucking send the message to make sure it sounds good, to make sure I'm being perceived the right way. Is that my Chiron in Leo? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Cho's Chiron is in Taurus, and his is because of food. (laughs) good point oh my god no because i'm like no this is literally food for cho like he wants to have time and space to like "Mm, will that be good is that gonna taste good is that good like every single one he doesn't want to be put on the spot about his food choices no that's awesome huh yeah i don't know i think it's gonna be very uh pop-off-y you know well that's Aries so you know I mean if you've been following me and watching anything that I ever say whenever Aries energy comes in that's the flinging dick energy it is it's just that douchebag energy on top of it my god yeah and the confidence with the Leo energy but then right when the confidence starts then Leo will be going Venus will be going retrograde that Venus in retrograde is more of a it's I hope it's still a confidence thing but it's more like feeling it inwardly like like oh you know I don't need people to tell me that I'm good at this I can like feel the pride you know I can feel the pride on the inside for the things that I know I'm good at for the skills I have I hope yeah that's nice Um, (laughs) yeah that's nice (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I hope 
I don't I don't know that that's exactly how it'll play out. No, if I you're think not feeling a I lot see, of ego. I was gonna say because I could see if you're not feeling the way I just described, then it's gonna hurt a lot worse. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Um yeah. okay. Anyway, so also on Next. Thursday, so moon moves into Virgo and Venus uh makes a trine and sextile to the node. So as Pluto is squaring everything, Venus is also trining that whole group. Isn't that kind of funny? Oh god, so, it's so much. Yeah. Cause you know, um that last degree in fire sign of Leo is, you know, trining that last degree of fire sign in Aries for the North Node. And I think that it's kind of just showing us like how this Venus retrograde is also going to push us in that forward momentum in the collective, you know, like, and I think when it comes to a fire sign, it's really showing you like what you want to fucking manifest. So actually this whole, this whole thing just came to me. I feel like for a long time now, we have been in very stagnant, stuck energy when it comes to manifesting things. And I think that that is going to be the biggest shift going on this week and going forward is that things are going to start popping off because we're working with fire. You know, like we fire is the manifesting energy. Play myself on mute. And so I think that, you know, as long as you have been doing the work over the last few years, you're going to be manifesting and working towards the things that you really want, the things that you really value, the new level of awareness that you have built for yourself is bringing things into your life that are really aligned with you, right? But the people that haven't been doing that you're going to see things pop off in your life that you're going to be hit with like, oh shit, I actually didn't want this. And, and you know, now that you say that I say that out loud too, I was thinking about the last Venus retrograde and that's exactly what happened to me. I was being very delusional about something I thought I wanted. And then once, you know, a couple of years later, completely fucking regretted that. I was like, that is not what I wanted. We were just talking about that before we got on here. That was a big thing for me too. So don't sign. Hmm, I, see, I don't like doing that. I don't like being like, don't sign up for stuff. Like, don't like retrogrades, whatever. No, it's not I think that, that it's a slow the fuck down. Really I think it's also a pattern thing. Feel it. Okay. I think it's also a pattern thing because I think that if like you are noticing in your life right now, similar themes to the last time all of this happened, you know, then that's kind of showing you like, yeah, okay, so you still had the chance to get that thing that you wanted, and now you're more fucking clear about it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Now you yeah. really value the shit that we gave you, so go okay. on, child, you know? Okay, you said a pattern thing. I took that negatively. So I love that you just said be. that because it- It could be yes, negatively, it could. yeah. Um, yeah. Because if you haven't been doing the work, and you have just been living unaware, then of course you're not going to notice it. And mm-hmm. you're still just going to be blaming and going, oh, why me? Why does this keep happening to me? You know? Yeah. But if you if you've been working on it, then you're gonna see, you're gonna be aware of it coming back around and be like, wow, I feel totally different this time. Fuck yeah. Good. And I think you'll also notice that when it comes to 
your values, your morals, your beliefs, and everyone else's too, where you're going to be like, oh my God, like, why am I, why do I have friends and like, why do I spend my time with people that don't have the same morals and values and beliefs as me, you know? So that could be coming up a lot with this Venus retrograde too, I think. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Friday. Friday is when the Grand Cross energy like really kind of gets more intense. Um, plus so that's, Mercury- the, that's the cardinal push pressure to start new. So this is on Friday. Okay. <clears throat> I want to say like the- also too we're getting done with that cancer like cancer like the sun is about to move into Leo. So this is the toothpaste time of cancer. Toothpaste time of cancer um, and we're still in the toothpaste time of Capricorn with Pluto too right you know for the re- the next of or the rest of this year. And I think that this is kind of also like that moment where you can lean on the cancer energy before you're back into. Okay, so nurture yourself, choose to nurture yourself, choose to take care of yourself, choose to soothe. And then we're going to be jumping into Leo season and it's going to, yeah, it's different. So yeah, when it comes to like you being confused on where to start, you know, like, like how I said that, like you kind of want to just do all the things. I think that if we could pinpoint our focus in any direction it would be cancer right now yeah think of cancer as like think of cancer energy as the pluto and capricorn you know it's like oh i don't have to force this transformation to happen like let's just let the transformation happen honey Mm. you know and Mm. then same with the nodes like oh i don't have to i don't have to fucking ram through this and you let go of all my people pleasing mentality it's like it's like mother energies up there going you'll know when sweetie like you'll know when to be a bull and you'll know when to not you know it's okay calm down so that's what i think that i mm. that you all should hold on to through this whole thing <laughs> yeah i like it almost imagine mo- like mothering yourself i kind of like that yeah, yeah i kind of like that too hmm. like a little alter ego yeah okay Ooh, i actually really like that cancer uh Saturday is the last day. Oh, okay. I also like it too with this Leo energy though, because we if we take that alter ego mom approach, we can also be doing a lot of healing with our inner child. And also on Friday, Mercury and Leo is going to Mercury's still in Leo, right? Yeah. Mercury and Leo is going to start um training Chiron and Aries too, you know? So back with that. That's what I also think is a cool thing about the North Node in Aries, by the way, is that it's touching on a sign where Chiron has been for a long time, you know, and where it will continue to be. So um, this whole confrontational energy within the collective has been wounded. You know, we've been going through what, like, it's like that broken part of us. Like, why can't I confront these things? Why can't I go in this uncharted territory? Why can't I fucking be me why can't I just be myself why can't I just get what I want why can't I just go where I want to go um so with this north no we're going to be fa- I think we're going to be facing that a lot too and I think that we're also going to be facing with the Leo energy like why do I feel worthless like why do I feel like I'm not valuable enough like that kind of thing and then the cancer energy again if we can kind of like hone in on that mothering energy 
You, you are know, good enough, of... honey. Yeah. It's okay. Look at how far you've came. Look at what's going on. Look at who's around you. You are loved. Okay. You made it so far. That's yeah. so good. Just keep going. <laughs> okay. I love that. Me too. Huh. All right. Okay. Okay, so then we move on to Saturday. And uh, all I wrote down for this day is that, so it's the day before we go into Leo season. It's the day before Venus goes retrograde and Lilith conjuncts Venus. Exactly. Lilith conjuncts and conjuncts is positive. It means that they're like right on top, oh, of, right each on top of each other. Okay. So they're both their energies are like, you know, it's, that's like full team up like you know energy okay. so so i need you to give a description of what lilith is so um i feel like everybody has a different description of lilith, i know but i, I know. always think of lilith as um i think of lilith kind of as like holly energy too you know it's like the wounded feminine um the woman who was the woman who was like deemed to be evil just because of her feminine aspects. Like that's also the witch energy, like all the things it's, it's very much that. And then when it's combined with Leo, it's like. <sighs> I'm going to fucking Phoenix the shit out of this and gr like, you're going to hear about it. it. You're going to know I was wounded. Think of Leo think moon of energy, like, you know, I think of it also as like how, uh, like if you, like all the things that you're good at, that you have skills in and how those things have been oppressed within you. If we're thinking of it more broadly in general okay. for like both sexes, you know, um, okay. I think of it kind of like, you know, the Joker, the movie with, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, was it? The, mm -hmm. the newest one mm -hmm. um because of like the drama within that right but then also like just him being demonized or um oppressed or whatever when he was just trying to like play the role in his own okay life. i think i figured out what is just happening so what you um huh wait okay hang on what is lilith in right now Leo. Okay. So this is because it's Leo. It's going to be more personal and more outwardly. I don't even want to say known. So this is the thing that you probably talk about all the time. Like this is the wound. Like, oh, I have like this is okay so let me think of what is that is for me let me think let me think what is my diabetes me being sick my like i could say that you know like that's my wound that's my i don't know where i'm going with that but that's what just happened in my head and <laughs> um this pairing with it's pairing with chiron you said in aries Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Isn't what that is what you just said? Lilith? Wait, wait. Lilith? No, the no. conjunction. The conjunction's with Venus. Yeah, Venus and Lilith. Okay. Okay, so Lilith is the wound. Like, this is... It's not the wound. God damn it, I keep fucking that up in my head. It's the oppressed. 
okay. oppression. I got to do research. So this, I'm at that point now in my head because I have my Lilith coming up and it's going to be like, now you just made me realize that I think that this whole festival is going to be based off of my fucking Lilith. Well, uh, Claire, my Lilith is at zero degrees Aquarius, which is like where Pluto just was and is going back into. So like Pluto's oh been God. fucking, yeah. So no, I oh, feel it. I yeah. think that, yeah. Okay. So we, I need to do more research on Lilith because from what I have just the very, very, very tiny little bit that I know is your desires, your secrets, your your like hidden truth kind of a feel or whatever Ooh, and that could even be like sex stuff too you know like whatever so with that pairing with it on this is on saturday yeah and right well, before it goes retro okay Ooh, guys this is uncomfortable this is very uncomfortable feeling like stuff is gonna come out you need to talk about it I think that I like that you brought up the, so I, I wanted to use the word oppression, like all the ways that you've been oppressed, mm -hmm. but then you also brought up like vulnerability is a good point to that too, because all of the times that you have been oppressed, like Leo energy for being you, for being the star, for standing out, for mm -hmm. shining, all the times that you've been oppressed for that also directly correlates with your inability to be vulnerable. Now you're like a hardened shell that will never sing in front of people again because of the last time that people made fun of you when you sing in front of them. Like, that's why I brought up the Joker yeah. energy for me, okay. you know, it's okay. like, because that that's the Joker energy phoenixing kind of, you know, it's like going back and like, oh, fuck you, I'm going to still be the star, yeah. you know? It's kind of like, like I don't I mean, give a I, fuck if you laugh at me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's like, for me, it's just me being who I am. Like, I dress who I like I do, like the witch energy, all that. I thought of with my husband, him being Asian. That's where his, like, whatever oppressedness is. And, like, everybody has a thing. And this is but going to like come up a lot because that Venus it's also energy... like the things you're good at too. You know, what yeah. makes you valuable, your talents, your skills, like that's what I'm kind uh, of seeing it as. So. Oh my I'm... God. Okay. So even that being like, okay, this is something that you're good at. This is what <laughs> you really wanted to do in your job and your life and your blah, 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 blah. But when you hit this moment, and you hit that like pairing or whatever, just that energy in general, I think it's a, I don't want to do this anymore. This is not feel good or it is a let's adjust, let's make something better or whatever. But think we're going to be going right into this Venus retrograde and it's going to be uncomfortable. Everything is going to be okay. I'm taking you, you go on from here. Cause I'm talking out of my ass. You're not, no, you're not. I think that, yeah, I agree. I think that we're going to be faced with, uh, being vulnerable let's just say that yeah and choose to everybody should choose to be vulnerable i know it's uncomfortable but i think that the world would be a better place <laughs> my aquarius shining right now i just wrote a whole post about this yeah yeah about i mean how, it like, would 
Because the status, and that's kind of something that we're going through with Pluto and Capricorn. The status quo with vulnerability is that it equals weakness. So everybody yep. thinks if you're vulnerable, you're weak. But bullshit. Yep. Actually, vulnerability takes great strength, especially yeah. when the society views it that way, right? Yep. So to open it, but if every, but you're right, it would make the world a better place because if everybody could just open up and say how they feel and say the mistakes they've made in their past. Yeah. And if we could all just be chill and open about that, we could fix a whole lot more problems because then we would actually know what to fix. Right now, maybe we don't this even know is, what to fix. Maybe this is why it's difficult for us to talk about this because we have that Aquarius energy. Because what you were just talking about, and like I have moments like this with my clients where I'm like, why didn't you just say that? Like, why didn't you just mm -hmm. talk about it? Why didn't you do that? But maybe that's the Leo energy. They people pleasing they don't want to they, they, yeah. they don't want yeah. people to view them in a bad way or take mm -hmm. them off but also with the leo energy you kind of have a tendency to put yourself on your own little delusional pedestal and if people trigger yeah. you off of that you know that's that fucks with your whole ego you know yeah. so okay also so just to kind of move on into sunday big fucking day so that's when the sun moves into leo and venus turns retrograde and the moon moves into libra oh my god oh <laughs> my god so crazy. i can't even that's why we're having a hard time doing a podcast over it and even like still keeping it in a good time frame because it's like we have to be in that energy when we're talking about it you know so it is a lot oh my like god overwhelming yeah yeah. Every single astrologer that I talked or that I talked to, <laughs> look, every single astrologer that I listened to that is all like, this is the Super Bowl of astrology. This is the biggest fucking event the entire year. Super Bowl of astrology. Yeah. I love that. It's this is the biggest fucking deal is this week. Everything fucking changes. It's a it's not a normal week. And you really got to focus on the small things. I, I, I'm feeling that that is like probably the most important thing I've said of all of yeah. this podcast, because yeah. I feel like everything else we've said in right, this podcast right in is front the, of your head or right in front of every, and everything that we've said so far in this whole podcast, it's like, this is going on over here. And then that yeah. fire is burning over there. And then that's yeah. going on over there. And so I think that's why this keeps popping into my head. It's like, yeah, but just like what's right in front of your face, yep. you know, you need to take a fucking shower. Like, you know, yep. I don't give a fuck about all your goals. Take a fucking shower. Like that's step one, right? I don't know. That's mm. just how I'm seeing it. No, I love it. That is exactly like I thought about myself this morning. Like I know that I had a session at 10. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get up like right around when Cho gets up like 830, whatever. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to be ready, whatever. Um, but in that time I was like, I also want to like do the laundry. Let's strip the bed. I, I think about like, okay, what is going to make my life easier later? You know? Um, and that's just what's in front of me instead of me focusing on work or, or fantasizing about what you want to see things like in the future, you know, yeah. cause that's taking you out of what you could be doing right now. Yes. Yeah. So I, oh, I just realized why. Oh, Aries energy. When we have this node shift, we are coming from t a year and a half of figuring out how to be comfortable in Taurus. And it's launching you right out the fucking baby bird's nest right now. No more comfortableness. Peace was never an option. 
get the fuck up. It's time to do something. <laughs> because what I also too what we said about the value thing. You spent the last couple, you spent the last year and a half getting real about yes. what you value. You know, sifting through all of the psychological shit that has been yep. holding you back in the past. Now you you're chill with that. And now you know what you really value, not what toxic you valued, what real you value. So now that you know that, like, you know, what go, like, what are yeah. you doing? What's right in front change. of your fucking face? Change, yeah. change, change. So what is happening on <sighs> Sunday? So let's break it down. So Leo season. So sun moves into Leo. Sun loves being in Leo. And uh, we've been dealing with a lot of Leo energy and Mercury still in Leo. So uh, this is about this is what- pure summer feel. Leo energy is always just very sunshine, you know, <laughs> confidence, yeah. uh, your inner child, playfulness, romance, mm-hmm. creativity, solar plexus like you know you're going and you're creating and you're doing things and uh venus retrogrades into leo at the very last degrees is like where are my peeps at (laughs) that's kind of how i just saw it like you are fully stepping into the sun energy of leo so you're popping you know you're Mm -hmm. on it you're confident you know what you want to do and then you like the venus part is like okay why doesn't anyone else see it like this you know why why so it's gonna go more inward Ooh, it's gonna be a weird summer okay i just got the whole it's a cruel 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 summer dude and then the barbie movie yeah yeah the barbie movie coming out in leo season like duh and the delusion of that is hilarious i was gonna say because why are people so obsessed about it is it is it kind of making fun of barbie is like i have no idea i haven't watched okay i have no idea either yeah although i know that um simu yeah simu lu is in there and he's asian the asian i don't mean sound like stupid he's beautiful i don't give a fuck i love him and he was on what is that he's the superhero shang chi oh yeah mm-hmm. i know that billy eilish came out with a song for the movie because they because obsessed with billy eilish Bar- and it was kind of for barbie um, yeah oh you should yeah you should watch it because yeah. the video itself is very interesting because it's like billy all dressed up barbie like and then she has like a little fake closet and fake clothes in front of her and the clothes are like all of the outfits that she's like iconic for and she's just like hanging them up on this thing and then everything blows off so it's kind of like in my head i thought of it as like symbology along with the words that she was singing it was like symbology of how people have treated her like a plaything you know and yeah. like how it's like she's more than just the clothes she wore and she's not just your little play doll she's a real yeah. person she's more with... than just that character that yeah whatever and yeah. that's leo as fuck that's leo wow. energy as fuck like like because leo what leo is the character energy it is yeah. the character you main play. character yep but then you i think with that venus retrograde to... okay no 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 keep going well, I just think that with the Venus retrograde, you're going to start seeing people outside of you like that. It's going to be like, hey, you just saw me as this character in your life. You didn't see me as your best friend. You didn't see this, like, you didn't feel this love connection. Like, me, did I just Ooh. play a part in your life? Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. So Leo season. And then very shortly after Venus goes retrograde. And the moon moves into to Libra okay. that day as well. So, um, so Venus being retrograde, let's just break it down. This is love relationships, money. Um, I mean, you got to look at where Leo is in your chart. You got to figure it out. What's going to be going on for you. You know, um, all I can say is I know that when Cho and I very first started dating, we went through our first Leo retrograde and uh, I broke up with him. I, I broke up with him for like eight hours and it like it was a whole it's it was just it's a lot. We're both very uh, Venus people. You know, I'm Pisces and uh, Taurus and he's Libra and Taurus. So Venus, it's hard. So those of you that have a lot of Venus, it's a hard transit and it feels forever and like you're going to be waiting and blah, blah, blah. But like, this is the time to tap into that creativity, that whatever you've been meaning to be getting into because Leo is, yeah, that's what I just want to say. Like Leo is like you. What have you really wanted to do? What did you want to be when you grew up? What character are you playing? Oh, shit. Yeah. Why do you love yourself? Do you love yourself? Yeah. That's weird. Why do you love yourself? Huh. Well, I just thought, you know, like you can name off why you love your significant other. Yeah. Why do you love yourself? I know. I've never thought of that. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sitting here like, why do I love myself? What? I have to. I'm here. Like, <laughs> because I've been told I have to. That's why. Yeah. Because I'm fucking goddamn human in this meat think, sack. That's also funny you said it that way because we do usually think of it as like, what do you like about yourself? Not yeah. why do you love yourself? Hmm. Yeah. I like I like it though. Like I like why do you now my brain is eating it. Okay, we got to move on. <laughs> all right. So that's all I've got for the week. I know that I could probably say a lot more, but we yeah. we talked about a lot. So we can go ahead and move on to tarot. Okay. Um, all right. I'm excited because I'm doing a little obviously different. We're going to change it up because stuff is different. Excuse me, Pinky. Um, this is the ghost, the cute ghost tarot the seven of blades so i'm going back og with this and i'm using the modern tarot michelle's tea i haven't done this forever i feel like i might have did it not like i don't know anyways the seven of swords hang on let me see here i know that i read like the first pair i'm just gonna go the seven of swords is a paranoiac's worst nightmare or dream come true it as it will allow you to indulge in the indulge in and engage all of the plotting and planning and scheming that usually begins and ends in your head when this card pops up something's up secrets tricks the name of the game this is the big question are you the trickster or is someone tricking you so i like i know i read the first one and then the last one usually okay there is wait if you're feeling a desperate energy 
Hang on, I gotta go. I gotta read the whole fucking thing. It's made, it looks good. Okay. <clears throat> Look at the little mug on our little thief, looking totally smug for scampering away with a pile of stolen swords. They've left behind a couple swords because it's time to skedaddle. The troops are in the way back, have spotted the situation. No big deal, though. This person has gotten what they wanted. And the stolen swords are the secret weapons. Oh, okay. Before we talk about your secret weapon, the card begs for a soul searching. You are almost certainly about to take some underhanded action. You're going to be sneaky and possibly deceitful. You will tell lies at the very least via, um, via omission. The tarot understands that there are times in life when you can't be honest. Sex workers often can't be honest about their jobs for the fear of arrest and other traumatic social punishments. Sometimes queer and trans people have to pretend to be other than who they are. This is fucking perfect. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> other than who they are for their own physical, emotional safety. The world is full of creeps and tyrants. Perhaps you are having to deal with one and must keep your victory plan a secret. Maybe you are in an occupation where political scheming makes or breaks careers and you've got to play ball or lose hard. If these situations ring true, the Seven of Swords has your back. Keep your plan to yourself. Trust no one. Make your strategy as foolproof and then strike. Victory is yours. But if you are feeling a desperate energy, clawing sensation, <clears throat> and feel that the only way to get what you want is through deceit and dishonesty, you might want to go question that philosophy. Where did you learn this? Is it possible there's another way? As the street artist Seth Tobacman boldly proclaimed in a piece stencil art I passed on for years for San Francisco, you don't have to fuck people over to survive. Ooh, I love that. If you disagree with this statement, the Seven of Swords has come as a warning that your motives and methods are gonna be bite you in the ass it's time to develop a new way to live oh my fucking god okay so there's also a socially withdrawn component to this card our little shoplifter is turning their back on the brightly colored tents of civilization everyone needs time a time out from social activity every now and then solitude is soothing and it allows for self-focus focus and re relaxation without distraction getting offline can be crucial to maintaining a serene brain space but if you are huddled away licking your wounds, feeling superior, and generally hating on the human race, the Seven of Swords has arrived to coax you back into the land of the living. Pick a preferred human to schedule a, hang a hangout to remind yourself that not all humans are bad. Okay. That was amazing. The next one is spring. How fucking fitting. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, so this is the Alchemy deck by Kim Kranz. I switched it. We were doing the other one. Now we're doing Alchemy. Um, oh, hang on. I'm having texture issues. I gotta have lotion. Oh. <laughs> this is how you know I'm on the spectrum. <laughs> I know it. Whatever. Okay. <clears throat> All right. When spring arrives, our eyes lift from the work and we peer out the window of our laboratory and we realize Earth has been in its own 
transformational spin, readying itself for a new era of growth. In a state of wonder, the alchemist sets aside the work of the winter. Oh, it's pinky. Um, the work of the winter and opens the door, stepping into spring. When this card arrives, it indicates a blossoming, a coming into one's own. It's generation time. You may be dreaming up of a business plan, humming a new melody, or flirting with a special someone. All oh, Venus. <laughs> um, spring is the season of the east, where the sun rises and the light and lights the world. You do not have to work on anything during this phase. Let the energy of the season push you through. You made it through the winter and the blubs burst on their own. Oh, bulbs. The blubs. <laughs> blubs burst on their own. <laughs> we are goofy today. Oh, that was funny. Okay. Spring, spring has a what's next quality to it. So sit in the stillness and envision the horizon. Sit with the image until it shifts. You see something coming your way. Um, buds and grasses push up. And during spring season, this is a driving momentum to it. So keep an eye out for impatience, anger, and or pushiness. So in order to go deeper, you can look at Luis Burgos sculpture spring from 1949 and to ponder the flower within the bud. Wow, how fucking fitting too, because of the retrograde. I want to say, too, that I feel like we should all go back and look at what intentions we set in the spring, like, like Aries season, like Aries new moon. What did we what did we want? Or even if you did like a um your spring equinox, you know, like, oh, go yeah. look and see what you were like trying to manifest back then. And then ask yourself, am I still bringing those things into fruition? Like, am I watering and nourishing those things? Yep. Wow. Then the next one is Freya. And this is the Moon Witch deck. Oops. Oh my God. Sorry. Okay, here we go. Freya is the goddess of love and war in Norse, Norse mythology. She is also associated with sex, lust, beauty, witchcraft, fertility, abundance, and death. Jeez. there's another lilith energy god thing, yeah remember yeah and i have i've been told i actually have like freya in my circle and i know nothing about her so here we go same fucking juge okay um freya is a seeker of pleasure thrills and passion some believe she only cares for the chaos of desire wow okay but modern pagans and witches know freya is much more than a lover or a passing nightmare she is a powerful ancient goddess. She is a warrior queen, a shapeshifter, and a wild and untamed force of nature. Oh, mm. okay. Freya teaches us about self-awareness, self-worth, self-love. She sees the beauty in everyone and everything. Freya loves all. Freya reminds us to enjoy ourselves whoops, by singing and dancing and making love. Life is not just about the struggle of paying bills and losing weight. Oh my God. Learn from Freya. Be present in your body and feel the emotions and sensations felt by human beings. Freya's essence is represented by honey and she speaks the language of poetry. Her spirit animal is a cat, which is a sacred link to the moon. Um, 
Okay, so the other thing with this deck is that they do a spell. And I took a picture of it. I don't know if I'm going to read it. Let me see. I'm just going to start to read it, see if it's okay. The There's a long history of witches using sugar, honey, maple syrup, and other sweeteners in their spells and rituals. The purpose of the sweetener in a spell is to promote love, kindness, joy, harmony, while delivering what you truly desire. An easier, sweeter, more fluid life with less obstacles. So... Like you could, this is what it says for the spell. You could have a mason jar, a piece of paper and a pen, honey, and a small candle. Sit down with this pen and paper, write down your heart's desire. It could be anything. I want to love myself more. I want to be published author by this time next year. I want to meet a soulmate, whatever this desire could be as specific as possible. This is this new moon energy. We could be doing this right now. Okay. <coughs> I got excited. <clears throat> okay. Once finished, roll up the paper and place this inside the mason jar. Put the honey over it until the jar is filled. God, that's a lot. Pour the that honey over lot. it until the jar is filled. Okay. And then close the lid tightly. You may choose to add some herbs, crystals, elements inside the jar. This is the intuitive part of the spell, and it depends on what kind of intention you are working with. If you are asking for love, you can include rose quartz, rose petals. If you are working with a financial abundance, perhaps a dollar bill, coin, basils, um, listen to your inner voice. Once finished, place that votive candle on the top of the lid, and you can ask Freya for guidance and support. Let that candle seal your spell by dripping the wax down the sides of the jar. You can keep the honey jar at your altar or bedside. Keep it for as long as you feel connected and aligned with it. Everything you wrote until your wish comes. I'm fucking doing this. So I'm going to too, but I'm going to use a small jar because I yeah, can't fuck that don't with the use honey. a fucking yeah. mason jar with the honey. Yeah. Holy shit. I don't know. I saw it like I'm sitting here trying to read it. Like there's no way that they mean put. Okay, it just says, like, pour honey over it until the jar is filled. But you can put so much stuff in it. So you can put herbs and all kinds of stuff and, like, have all... Like, this could be, like, my god... Oh, my god, I just got an amazing idea. All of the stuff in my god box and chose god box, we're going to do that. Okay, I got it. That's what I'm going to do. We're going to put it in our own little jar and... Yeah. This is kind of like what I did for Maybont for my when we got married. Um, the knots. But I love this because the wax seals it with your intention. And yeah. Okay. I'm going to quit nerding out about that. I never do spells, but this has a candle involved and that's why I'm all about it. <laughs> um, okay. So going back to the seven of swords. The seven... Of swords is like this is this is gonna suck. This is a lot. There's a lot of thought. There's a lot of shit going on. You're gonna make it through it. It's I mean, you got the upper hand with it. I even want to get a different seven. Okay, that's what I thought. Whenever I think of the seven of swords, I always think of this. Look, Erica, this is the patch tarot. Where it's like, we have all of this shit that's against us, but I got the bigger fucking sword. I'm going to be able, I'm going to be okay. So it's, that's the exact energy of this week is there is fire, 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 like shit all over the place, but you're going to be able to get through it there. Focus on that new, go into that new energy. Um, 
And this is also like, that was the, we need to be in the moment. We need to be appreciating the beauty outside, all of that stuff. Um, so slow down. Don't just see struggle, see the beauty. And then back to the Freya. Oh, fuck. I like fucked it all up in my head because I got so excited about the, what was Freya? She's the push. Yeah, that's that dark feminine energy coming back out again. Yeah. Yeah. She's the push. Okay. Um, You are loved. You can do it. Mm -hmm. It's all tapping into that Leo. Like, that's funny because, like, that's one thing I do know about her is that seeing her and she has two cats next to her. So, like, think of them as lions. Like, this is that sun and leo uh, um venus and leo going retrograde you're gonna have the good leo part and then you're gonna have the bad leo part these are your two cats you have the passion to make it through it you can fucking do it and you are goddamn powerful you gotta get in touch with what you really want to do what you feel like doing it yeah this is a big you have to change that's literally all that that means Okay, so that's it. Um, I forgot at the beginning of this that we needed to talk about all of our stuff or whatever. So I'm going to make this kind of like fast. Make sure that you look underneath the um, descriptions, wherever you're listening or watching this or whatever. All of our links and everything are all there. Um, But the biggest news is we are running a fucking special. Um, It's medium party, guys. We're calling it a sacred seance. That's the fucking coolest name ever. And you can have up to 10 people, possibly 15. Um, we'll be at your house. You can come here. Maybe like we can figure it out. It's good. You gather all your friends together. It's going to be a great time. You can have a medium party. It's so much fun and it's cheap as shit. So check out that. That's our big special that we're running right now. Also, if you're interested right now, we are still in the beginning processes of the awaken the witch festival, um, vendors. We need sponsors. We need food people. We need entertainers still. So, um, make sure to check out that as well as all of our individual sessions and whatever we do and our joint coaching sessions, which all is listed as well. I I can't think. Oh no, I can. So also (laughs) um, when it comes to this podcast, we really appreciate you taking the time and tuning in and listening. If you find this information to be helpful or valuable to your life, please subscribe, share, like all the things, throw us a comment, um, give us some feedback, whatever. And Mm -hmm. uh, also too, to just kind of put it out there that we're probably going to start um doing a second podcast too so i'm really excited about that and um we have we've done some kind of plotting on like what we want it to look like and i think it's gonna be fun yeah yeah and this might be coming out soon so be excited (laughs) (laughs) be excited god damn it yeah Um, but that's it, everybody. We made it an hour and four or 15 minutes. Yay. Okay. We love you. Thank you all for watching and we'll see you soon. Bye.